welcome to my podcast, Marketing Beef According to Jim. And yes, I am Jim. I will be your host during this podcast. This is my first podcast, The Maiden Voyage, the beginning of it all. Kind of consider this the, the Jordan Ricky card of podcasts. So save this podcast, maybe worth a lot of money in the future. We are a podcast that talks cows. We are going to talk cows and marketing. I have been in the cattle business for a long time and the marketing business for a long time, and my passion is cattle. Cattle and marketing. So I decided to put this all together into a podcast. We are going to be talking about how to sell your cows once you've got them raised, once you've got them finished. We're going to talk about all the marketing you can do. Hopefully we'll get to you before your cows are actually ready and finished and you'll be all ready to go. This podcast should be fun. It should be entertaining. I do want feedback. I want people to call in. I want people to text, especially people that have experience in cattle. I want to do some traveling and to see how people are doing it out there. This is one of the few marketing podcasts I've come across. I've been looking for this for a long time, and I see a lot of podcasts on how to raise cattle. And, of course, there's all kinds of opinions on that. Get cattle finishing position and what breeds of cattle and what kind you should carry. And, but there's not much out there on the marketing. And a lot of people skip the marketing part of their operation. And that's probably one of your most important parts of your operation is the marketing. Not many people devote much time to it. It's kind of an afterthought. I don't really know of anybody that's got a full-time person developing the marketing that's doing marketing, getting their, their product out there. Most of it's relying on the internet, which I'm going to tell you right now, I am not an internet fan. I don't do anything's on the internet. I'm going to show you how you're losing a lot of money by being on the internet. I am going to be teaching you how to do local selling. And I'm gonna, and my other thing is that we're gonna be teaching and talking about, and I want feedback on is long-term ranchers, small farmers to keep this in mind. Everything about this podcast is designed for long-term. How to keep your farm, how to, how to make it profitable in the long-term. It, it shows you how you can expand and, and the numbers are there. I can show you how you have your repeat business, how I can get people to come in and buy not just your beef, but many other things. I can, I can show you how, how your customers can come to you for a lot of different things, how you can be a very important operation in their minds. The cool thing about selling beef is it's food. Everybody you see in this world eats food. So your, your market is huge. And just the people around you that you can sell to, and they all eat food, which sounds kind of stupid, but it's true. They all eat food. Not everybody eats meat, but the vast, 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 vast majority of them do. Very few vegetarians out there, very few people that don't eat meat. So we're not going to worry about them. We're going to worry about the people that do. They buy their meat from somewhere, and there's a reason why they're buying it. Some is convenient, some is, is quality, some is price, some is just, it's right there. You know, it's, it's convenient. Maybe they don't know where to go to get really good beef. We're going to teach you all that and we're going to talk about it and we're going to discuss it. And that's what this podcast is all about. My passion again is cattle and selling. I've been in the selling marketing end of it for 30 years. I have been in the cattle business 20 years and I tell you this, the 20 years has been the best years of my life. I, I cannot think of anything more that I love to talk about, be around as cattle. I used to just come home from work and the first thing I do is go in the barn and, and I would throw some hay in the, in the feeder and just come out and sit in the hay and watch them. And, and listen to him eat. I mean, it was so soothing. Or I'd get in the ATV and I'd go out in the middle of the pasture and I'd just sit in the middle of all my cows and 
and just listen to them rip grass. There's there's just nothing better. The smell of them, the t- just their look, their demeanor, the size of them, um, the different breeds, how they interact, how they act, their their personalities. Every cow has a personality. Everything about them is fascinating to me. And I want to bring that passion to you guys. And I want you to understand who you're talking to and who you're communicating with is somebody that's in the same boat you are. We love what we do. We love cattle. We love we love the lifestyle. Help if I can make everybody successful and th- kind of bring out things maybe you've never thought of before that can help you in your operation and make make your life easier and more profitable and, and more fun. That's, that's what I'm hoping that this, this podcast does. I'm going to be doing it once a week. This is my initial one. This is more of an introductory. I'm not going to do a whole lot of talking today, just kind of an introductory. And then I'm hoping I'll be bringing a podcast out every every Thursday is what my goal is. If I can't get it done, I won't get it done, but that's my goal. So I hope you tune in. I am going to give you my my phone numbers. I'm a guy that likes to help, and I love it because I love doing it. I'm not really here to make money. I'm here to just share my experiences and, and talk to people that have the same love that I do. And if I can help in any way, that's awesome. And, I, and I'm going to give you my phone number throughout the podcast. So if you ever want to just text me or if you, you have a question or you want to call, I do do consulting work. I do do seminars. I can do a seminar for you guys. I can do private consulting. I don't charge very much. I'm, I'm in it for, I just love what I do. And, and to make money at something that you just love what you do, I, I don't, that's not my goal. So Please, if you have any questions or you just need help or you got some feedback, you just seem you need somebody a sounding board, somebody to run some ideas by, love to do it. Get a pad and paper, write some of this stuff down, and you're and you're welcome to I would say text me first and then I'll give you a call back. My number's 319-213-4672. And just give me a text first and then I'll get back to you. Or you can email me at marketing for beef at J at google.com so it's marketing for beef atj at google.com feel free to email me there and i'll get back to you right away we'll get this podcast started here hopefully we'll have one once a week and hope you enjoy it some of the important things we got to know is why do you know why do ranchers probably need this podcast i don't i think the major we're talking to a lot of people i just think there's not a lot of ranchers out there that spend much time marketing a lot of them have a lot of the personality for it. They're not comfortable talking to customers. Um, it's an afterthought. They love what they do. They're great at what they do. They make the best beef. You know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of ranchers. I love ranchers. I love farmers that raise animals, any type of livestock. I have the most respect for them. It's the hardest job. It's the most rewarding job. It's the most incredible job there is in the world. But I think a lot of the stuff gets pushed aside is the marketing. And marketing really is a full-time job. They need somebody that does this full-time. And that sounds kind of bad and it sounds like a little daunting, but somebody needs to spend a couple hours to a half an hour, you know, a half a day doing marketing. You've got to be in that marketing mode every minute of the day. You've got to be having business cards on you. You've got to, you've got to have the tire. You've got to be talking to people about your products. First of all, back up a little bit. First of all, I think what's most important is, do you have a good product? Is your product the best that it can be? Are you so convinced that your product, that your beef is the best there is. You have no doubts when you talk to somebody. Is your conviction there? It's going to show in the eyes. It's going to show in your attitude. It's going to show in your enthusiasm. When you talk to a customer about your beef, are you looking away? Are you looking down at your feet? Are you looking them right in the eye and you're going, yes, I'm selling you the best product possible. It's the healthiest. It's the tastiest. It's authentic. It's legit. You will love this beef. And if you have that conviction, the rest of it's going to be a lot easier, especially I'm going to teach you how to do things. 
And that's the whole basis of everything. If you don't have a good product, please don't sell it retail. Take it to the auction, take it to the sale barn and sell it that way. When, when somebody has a bad product, it ruins it for everybody else. Now I was a grass-fed beef farmer. I did grass-fed beef for 20 years, a ranch manager for a beef operation in Nebraska. I had about a thousand acres of grass, did all the marketing, did everything there, helped set it up, very successful. But I was, I was convinced, I, I, I had the biggest conviction of anybody that my beef that I raised was absolutely the best beef and the healthiest beef in the world. I was no, there was no doubt. I would give my beef to anybody and with complete conviction. And that showed in my passion, it showed in my face and my enthusiasm. People were like, wow, you really like your beef. No, I love my beef and I know what I'm selling you. I know how it was raised. I know there's no chemicals in it. There's no fertilizers, no insecticides, pesticides. There's nothing. This is 100% grass. I put all kinds of different forage in here for finishing. I put a alfalfa birch foot tree foil. I put rye. I put natural grazing land grass. I put different things in there for different parts of the year. I know my cows were eating the best grass made that could possibly be made. I moved them every day. They never ate on the same pasture twice. They were rotated. My cows were clean. They were not stressed. We could approach them, watered with clean water every day. I know what I made and, and, I, and, it, and it showed in my conviction. It, it is something you have to have in your own product. I don't care what you're selling. If you're selling beef, you're selling lamb, you're selling pork, you're selling apples, you're selling bananas. I don't care. If you don't believe in your product, the rest of it's going to be very hard. You're just pushing crap on people and it's going to be harder to sell. You may sell them the first time, but you're going to sell them the second time. You're not going to sell them after that. They're not going to refer friends. They're not going to refer people to you. And that's where I'm coming in saying, I can help you raise your status up. I can help you raise your farm level up. I can help you in the long term grow to expand if, if you want to expand. Some people don't want to expand. Fine. But I can help you make your marketing easier down the road. I can make you more money. I can, I can show you how to make 500% more money than what you're doing now. But it all starts from that one critical point. Do you have a quality product? Work your butt off trying to get the best product. You have a lot of competition out there. Is it better than the next guy? And tell them, why is it better than the next guy? Why is it better than store-bought beef? Why is it more healthier? Why is it the way you raised it the best way to go? Get that down first before you start, you're going, before you start going out and selling people stuff. Is this the best product on the market? Or are you trying to get the best product on the market? Okay, enough on that. I'll get back to that quite a bit. That's gonna be the basis of everything that I do is starting from there. And I mentioned earlier about why I don't like internet selling. I'm gonna teach you and we're gonna talk about long-term repeat business. How to get extra money from customers without raising your price, without using the internet. How can I get more out of them than what they're giving you now? They have other needs besides just beef. You go, you go talk to a mother and they're, they're buying products for their family. Now, what does a mother want? Ask them. What does a mother want? A mother wants quality food, healthy food for their family. They're going to buy the best they can buy within their budget. They're not going to buy just beef. They're buying chicken. They're buying fish. They're buying pork. They're buying vegetables. They're buying fruit. They're buying all kinds of things. And I can show you probably 20 different things that we can be selling them that won't cost you any extra money, but you'll be making money. You can be a supplier. You can be, you can make, you can help these people, these, these, get more things from you and you can make extra money. I'm going to show you how to do farm tours. Look at your farm. Is this a, a place that you want people to come out and see? Your farm represents your product. Is your farm a junk? You're, they're probably going to kind of take that with your beef. Is your farm really nice? Is it is it kept up? It doesn't have to be a million dollar home. It just has to be clean and kept up. That's going to kind of take with your beef. They're going to associate that together. 
I'm going to show you that's going to be very important. You want to do farm tours. You want to do parties. You want to bring people out for barbecues. There's those things that we're going to talk about throughout this podcast. So take a look at your farm. Also, you do yourself a favor. If you're the owner or the manager of the place, of your place, take a step back. Take a couple days off. Get out of the picture. Step out of the farm. Get out of the farm. Look at it from a customer's point of view. What do you see? Is this a place I want to buy beef from? Where's your marketing? Is, are you visible? Are you, are you on Facebook? Are you on Google? If I tried to Google, if I, would, if I lived in, let's just say I lived in, in Iowa here in Des Moines, and I wanted to buy some grass-fed beef or I wanted to buy some beef, and I Google grass-fed beef, is your name going to come up? How do I find you? If you're a customer looking in at your farm, how do people find you? Do you have any signs in your front yard or on your posts or on your fences? Do you have anything on your driveway? Does it look inviting? Does it something that people are scared to come onto? Is there a big dog that's going to run out and grab them? It's all these things. Step back and look at it as a customer. What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? How do I look? Try to buy beef. Are the people at the end of the phone nice? Are they accommodating? Are they rude? Are they put off? Are they trying to sell you anything extra? Are they giving you the information you need? Are they asking for the sale? Are they inviting you out? Are they being helpful? Are they just being annoyed? Be a customer. Go through what customers go through. The best thing I ever did is I stepped back after 20 years and I took a year off. And I'm a, I'm a consumer. I'm, I'm a customer. I looked for places to buy beef. And it was very, very hard. Even though I was in Texas, I'm looking for a place to buy beef. And you think Texas is a beef state. I couldn't find a place to buy beef. I buy beef. I bought a lot of beef. And I bought a couple times. Are you doing any follow-up? Are you contacting customers? I never got one time anybody's ever called me back and asked me how I enjoyed my beef. Would you like to buy some more? When's your next purchase? Hey, do you have any family members or neighbors that might benefit from having this beef? Just thank you. Hope you enjoy. Hey, do you, do you have any problems grilling it? Do you have any, sir, I got a great secret recipe. Would you like to have? Hey, we're having a barbecue out here. You're a customer of ours. We'd love to have you out here and see our operation. Are you doing any of that? As a customer, I want that. And I raised beef for 20 years. I want that. I want to be part of an operation that I can continue to buy my products from. And I want to feel good about it. I want to feel good about the people that I buy it from. And I want them to feel good about me. I want them to know my name. I want them to, to keep producing the quality that I have been buying. And the beef that I bought from these people has been incredible immaculate, beautiful beef, loved every bit of it. I've told people about it. But I, the problem is I bought from them two times, twice I bought, and each time I've had to call them. And not once has anybody ever called me back and just say, hey, Jim, how's, how's everything? How's the beef? I really appreciate your business again. I mean, how's things going? How's, how's my beef? Did you, try the, did you try the fillets? Did you, what was your best cut that you liked so far? Did you have any questions on how to make a roast? I know you're a single guy and stuff. Do you have any questions? Can I, can I help you make your experience any better? You know, I would like, okay, I'm yours for life. You're cool. Love you. That's so awesome. Nobody's ever done that before. You're mine. I'm going to buy everything from you. I don't care what the price is. I'm coming out to you guys. You guys are incredible. That's what would only take for a guy like me, for, for that to happen, I'm yours for life. Simple as that. Nobody's ever done it. Have you ever done it? Have you ever called your customers after that they bought and asked them how, they, how they're enjoying their beef? Can I help you make your experience any better? Hey, when's the next time you're looking to buy some beef? Can I call you? Can I send you a coupon? Do you have anybody else that might be interested? Do you have them written down somewhere to call them and say, I'm ready for about another three months? Are you calling them in two and a half months? 
if there are any of you guys out there doing that, let me know. If you're not, we're going to talk and we're, we're going to teach that and we're going to do it. This is what this podcast is all about. And if you have been doing it, been successful, love to hear you. Love to hear from you. Text me, email me. I want to hear your experiences. If you ever want me to come out and do a farm tour and talk to you, I'd love to do it. Just get a hold of me. I'd love to come out and do it. The internet selling to me in this type of a product, in this type of a sale, you may sell them once, but the very, very vast majority of these people are not buying twice. They're not buying the extra products. They're not coming out. They're not customers for life. So they're price shoppers. All they care is about price. Why? I mean, people are bragging to me like, oh, I sold a guy from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, you just lost a buttload of money. What? It's like, yeah, you just lost a lot of money. That beef that you just sold could have gone to somebody local. And I'm going to show you how you just lost a lot of money. They don't understand it. They're just, but they're bragging that they sold somebody from Ohio or Pittsburgh or Nebraska or, or California. I'm like, so what? Are their neighbors buying from you? Are they coming to farm tours? Are they buying anything else from you? Are they repeat buyers? No. Okay, great. You got, uh, I'll give you a ribbon for selling somebody far away when you've got all kinds of people right next to you that would love your beef. Because you told me you got the best beef there is. And I want you to experience it. I don't care if you're doing corn-fed beef or you're doing grass-fed beef. There's people out there for both. And there's enough of them out there for everybody. I know a lot of your younger people are, are may call in or may uh, text me saying I'm wrong. Uh, I've been doing this a long time. I'm not interested in the one-time sale. Time you pay for postage and shipping and, and boxes and Everything else you've got to use to package it, you're, you're losing money and you're not getting repeat business. Also, I'm going to put a plug in. Every podcast, I'm going to put a plug in for this. This is the one thing that's going to be so important to your business for the long term. And I don't know if anybody really thinks about this, but your local producer, your local locker, however it may be, needs your help. Your locker is your lifeblood. You have to rely on your lo local lockers to process your product. Unless you're doing it yourself at your own farm, which is very expensive and, and all hats off to you if you're doing it, that's awesome. But you still, there's one thing everybody needs. Get your young people interested in being a butcher, a USDA certified butcher. These lockers cannot expand cannot stay in business if they don't have a USDA licensed butcher. Now, these butchers are our friends. These butchers are so important to our operation. We, are, we need to be giving them Christmas gifts, everything, knowing their birthdays. We need to be thanking them, tipping them, keeping them in that business. And we need to get new people, new blood in there to keep expanding. And when some of these butchers um, retire, there needs to be people doing it. You guys are out of business. You ranchers, you farmers that got this produce, you're out, you're out at these beefs and stuff, these animals, you're going to be out of business. We need to get young people in there and learn to trade. It's a high paying job. It's a great job. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but it is, it, you're always busy and you're always going to make good money. And it's something that you guys need. Everybody needs. So let's not forget about that. We don't all need to be, we don't all don't need to be all going to the four-year schools and things like that and being whatever you think being successful in life is. Learn a trade, learn, get these guys to be butchers. They make tremendous money and they're so needed by you guys and I don't think anybody really realizes how much of a thread we are on of a thin thread we're on because if these guys leave these butchers we're I mean everything's going to go through the big producers or the big markets the big the big processors and we don't want that we're, we want farms we want smaller ranchers or even bigger ranchers we want people to be able to buy retail and that's going from the farmer the rancher to the end user forget the middleman and a lot of people are not successful in selling retail 
There's a lot of things involved in retail selling. First of all, it takes a personality. If you don't like talking to people, you need to hire somebody or get somebody that does. Your your career depends upon it. Your your ranch depends upon it. I don't expect everybody to be a person that's really good at marketing or good at selling. You're not. If you're not, you're not. It's not a bad thing. You mean you're great at everything else, but you're not good in front of people. Then you got to find somebody that is somebody that likes the marketing, somebody that enjoys marketing, somebody that can be creative. And they can do all the things that we're going to talk about on this podcast. We need somebody to spend the time to plan, to have meetings. Um, to everybody's on the same, everybody's on board. Everybody's thinking the same thing. When there's holidays coming up, it needs to be planned. What can we do to get some sales going into? Thanksgiving or going into Christmas or going into this the spring market where the grills are starting to fire up. You need marketing plans. You need to sit down with everybody that's involved in the operation and you need to have a serious conversation and plan it out. This can't be just something like, well, how many uh, beefs are available this week? Well, we're going to have three ready. Okay, if you got them sold, no, but I'll see what I can do. Okay, well, you're not going to rely on neighbors to come by. Oh, do you have cows for sale? We need it already planned, already bought, already. We know who's buying what. We got deposits. We know how many people are going to be out there looking to buy our beef at certain times of the year. We want to initiate sales. We want to send out coupons. We want to send out flyers. We want to send out things, go talk to people in the neighborhoods. There's so many things that we need to do to keep everything viable, to keep you viable. You need to be planning your your barbecues, your farm tours. You need to be planning different events at your farm. There's so many things that the marketing person needs to do. Your, Your website is important. I'm not a big believer in websites. I don't I don't really see that many people, you know, some people will read your website. It doesn't mean anything. It's all blah, blah, blah. No one's going to say anything bad about your operations. No one's going to put anything on there negative. It's always, you know, nice, friendly pictures and stuff. It doesn't sell beef. It, I just want to know where you're at, where you're located. And I want to know, do you have a good product? And then I want to enjoy your product. You know, I want to I want to know where, you, where you're at in case I need you. I want to be able to come out, maybe do a farm tour. I want to see where my cow is, how my cow is being raised. So the, the website is cool but some people spend so much time developing websites and so much money getting this perfectly really unique website i can't remember the last website i've been on that i actually bought anything from i don't think i ever have actually for what we're doing it's fine for some other things but for what we are doing it's not that important i think facebook is very important doing farm friendly things family friendly things Getting people to know you're legit, you're real. Doing marketing like that is far more effective than any than worrying about some big website. I don't even have a website for this podcast. I mean, it is what it is. That the the description tells you what it is. I show you how to market beef. I don't. You don't really need to go on my website and and read all about me. Like, who cares? Am I am I gonna put anything negative on there about myself? I'm gonna. You don't even know if half it's true. If I say I'm a, I'm a blah 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 blah. Oh, I'm not. I'm a guy with 30 years experience and 20 years experience in cattle. I'm going to show you what I and teach you and, and talk about what I've learned over the years and how you can be successful. I don't have a book. I thought about writing a book. It's like, what good does a book do? I mean, really, I can tell everybody I'm an author. Hooray. Doesn't help you one, one iota that I'm an author. Doesn't mean I'm any, more, I'm any smarter than you are or anybody else. Just means I can sell something. I'd rather do it face-to-face or online or on, on the phone and help you and give you some ideas. I'll never tell you what to do. I can give you some ideas and suggestions what to do. One thing I've learned over the years when it comes to ranchers or farmers, I don't tell anybody what to do. I can give you suggestions and give you the information and you can apply it to your operation. And it's something you're comfortable with. That's what we're here to do. I'm here to supply you with different ideas and ways that you can make your operation successful. And a lot of ranchers, let's go back to this. Why are ranchers not 
not very successful in retail selling. It's again, it comes down to personality, not treating marketing as a full-time gig. It's kind of an afterthought. And you can say, yeah, we, oh, we spend all kinds of time marketing. Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. There's so much more you can do that maybe you haven't thought of. And when I bring these up on one of these next couple podcasts, hopefully you'll learn something and bring out some more ideas. Marketing should be fun. It is, it, it can be so rewarding and you, you meet so many different people and you can get people to just fall in love with you and your operation if you do it right. And it can make your life so much easier, and so much rewarding, a little bit more rewarding. When you see people enjoying your products and they know you and you can see them enjoy, it's not somebody you sold 500 miles away that you'll never see them again or never even know if they're using your product. I want to see them when they eat the hamburger they bought from you or that that's that T-bone and they're just biting into it for the first time. I, I want I want to see that. I want people, I want to see how they enjoy my product. I made this product. Me, God, and this animal made this product. And I want to see you enjoy it. That's that's what I'm trying to get across. I don't want somebody 500,000 miles away. I want somebody here local. And I don't care if you're from a small town of, of 600 people. That's 600 people that eat meat. And they have relatives and they had friends. And you have another town not too far away. It's maybe got 1,500 people. There's more people around that will buy your beef than you could ever imagine. And they're all buying beef somewhere. They're buying it somewhere. And some, yes, have relatives in the cattle business they're buying it from, but that's a small percentage. Even your local farmers around, they're buying beef somewhere. Not all of them are grow or raise beef. Look at them. You drive by their farms. They're, they're corn and bean farmers. Fine. They're buying their beef somewhere. Don't you think they want to enjoy beef too, the best beef possible? Don't you think they have families? And don't you think the wives or the, the fathers want to provide the very best product to their kids that they can afford. Don't you think everybody wants to enjoy that perfect steak? They all do. I don't care where they live. Go talk to them. These are the people that we're going to go and talk to. And if you have the best product available and you got the conviction, these are going to be people that are going to be your long-term customers for life. These are the people that live down the road. These are the people that are in the next town. Why spend all this money driving four or five hours to Chicago or Kansas City or Omaha or wherever to try to get some sales? There's a lot of towns in between those, those cities in your place that these people all buy beef. They all buy chicken. They all buy pork. They all buy everything. They buy flowers. They buy pumpkins. They buy Christmas trees. These are the people you want. This is where you spend your time. This is where you spend your dollars. This is where you do your marketing. You want a long-term relationship with these people. And every year that you do it right, is every year is going to be easier. And it's just maintaining customers. We're going to show you a great follow-up system. We're going, to, we're going to talk about how to maintain your customers and year after year after year after year, keep getting sales from them on different items uh, besides your beef. And it's going to be a very lucrative proposition and you're going to be happy they're going to be happy it's not going to be a it's not going to be me and trying to sell you life insurance or something where people just you know they need it of course but they just don't want to talk about it or don't really think they want to buy it again it's something they need but it's not romantic to talk about it if i talk to you about cows dude it's romantic it is awesome i could talk to you about cows for hours and that's probably what i'd do if i come over try to i used to sell beef i talked to him about cows and then to jim would you leave it's, it's, it's midnight. Get out of here. Go home. I'll buy your beef. Just go home. Quit talking about cows. Okay. I, I just could talk about it. I love when people come out to the farm or we used to do farm tours on the, on the ranch I was at. You'd be surprised. Actually, this is the thing. You'd be surprised on the people in the cities or in towns have no, especially the young people have no clue where your beef comes from or where your chicken comes from, where your pork. They have no idea. 
They think they do. It's called High Beef, Fairway, Piggly Wiggly, whatever, whatever Kroger's, whatever uh, restaurant chain, or excuse me, whatever grocery chain that you have in your area. They don't know how cows are, are produced. They don't know how cows are raised. They don't know what they do to make meat. When I did farm tours, I'd take them around on the ATV and I would go out to the pasture and they're like, first of all, they've never been around a cow. They didn't realize how big they were and, and how majestic they were. And then I just told them to be quiet for 10 minutes and listen to them eat. Just listen to them, watch them interact. I said, this is the most amazing thing you'll ever see. Watch how they just pull the top part of the grass off. They don't go down the bottom. Watch how they go from grass to grass. They don't just sit in one spot. I said, look, just look how they act. Their tongues are designed for to, to test out different plants before they eat it. And they'll eat with the plants that they need that their body's craving at that time. That's why it's, we need a diversified amount of plants in this pasture. We can't have just one plant. We can't just have alfalfa. We can't just have grass. It's got to be a mixture of things so the cow can pick and choose what its body needs. And the, and the people just look at you like, what? And I said, this is how we do it. Then we move them every day. We, we don't let them eat in the same pasture every day. So they're not being around the flies and the manure. And the manure is regenerating this pasture as they leave. Their urine, the sun's coming out, the rain all come together. The worms explode, the, the microbes explode, the bacteria, everything in that pasture is exploding right now because of all the, all the manure and the urine. The cows leave, things happen. Boom, nature takes over. This grass is coming back. This pasture is coming back. It's ready in 30, 34 days when I come back around. It's ready for them again. It's full 100% ready to go. Um, I show them about how the, the, the top of the, of the grass, you know, when it's not all the way grown out yet, you don't touch it and then compared to one that is grown. I said, you don't touch it until that tip is formed. And they don't know this stuff. They don't understand it. And once they do, you got a customer for life. I'm not kidding you. You get some of these young people out there and you explain to them how you grow, how you raise your cow, you got a customer for life because they are so in love and they are so amazed on what you do for a living. People, they only know what the media tells them. But until they see reality, until you, they see you out there working and what you do to produce this product, it's, it's all by what... The school system tells them and what the media tells them. It's not what they expect. And they are in love. And they are like amazed how this stuff happens. And then you got a customer for life. They will call you over and over again to come out and work with you for a day. They want to be part of it. They want beef. They want... They want to try your beef. They don't want to ever go back to a store again because they know how that's raised. They just want to know how a farm-raised cow is raised and they want to eat that cow when they put food in their bodies. That is the bottom line. You guys have got to get in the mindset. What you do for a living is so important. It's so incredible. It's so needed. It's so hard. It takes intelligence. It takes planning. And you guys are so good at it. And when I travel around, I've been to farms and I just get amazed at what goes into this and goes into raising a cow, a pig, a chicken, uh, whatever. We have, we got to talk about it. But I got to figure out how to get it from your farm into these people's bellies. And that's what we're, we're going to talk about on this podcast. So, but I want your input. Again, take this number down. My number is 319-213-4672. Text me or email me at marketingforbeef at j at google.com. That's marketing for beef, A-T-J at google.com. And I will get back to every, each and every one of you. I will travel out to your farms. 
You can call me, use me as a sounding board. I'll help give advice. I'll just talk to you. I won't tell you what to do. I'll just throw out some ideas. I want you guys all to be successful. When I do some seminars in your area, I'll let you know. Do a day of private consulting or a couple days. Again, I don't charge that much. I just cover my expenses and I charge for the day, but it'd be well worth it. I can see your operation and then give your reporter, just kind of give you some input, some feedback. But again, the most important thing you can do is right now, do you have a quality product? Can you step back? Can you step back and look at it from a, from a, a customer's point of view? Is this something that you're proud of? Is it, as a customer, do I want to buy from you? Is this where I want to buy from? Also, one other thing that kind of sticks to me, I want to bring this up before I sign off here on my first podcast. Think how many places you go a day, how many places that people, different people that you see throughout the day or throughout the week. Just think about where you go. You go in for lunch, you go in to get a snack, you go to the doctor, you go to the implement store, you go to the, the fence store, the guy that sells farm products, supplies, the vet. I mean, you see a lot of people. You go to the hardware store. God knows how many times we go to the hardware store to buy stuff for our fence or for to fix things around the farm. You go to the ATV place. You go to just so many so many different places. What shirt are you wearing? What hat are you wearing? This sounds trivial, but when I was when I was in running a ranch in Nebraska and we went out to talk to people or we just went out and and went to different places to buy stuff. I stopped my owner once cuz he had a Peterson Ag t-shirt on and I'm like, "How much did they pay you? How much money do they have invested in your farm?" I go, "Matter of fact, ask this question." I asked him, I said, how much money do you have wrapped up in your farm? He goes, what do you mean? I said, how much money have you got wrapped up in this farm? He goes, a lot. I said, well, how much? 500,000? No, more than that. You got 700,000? No, more than that. I go, a million? He goes, let's just say it's more than, more than I ever thought. Okay. How much is Peterson Ag paying you? Do they own any part of this farm? No. How much are they paying you to, to wear their t-shirt? Nothing. So why are you wearing it? Why aren't you wearing your own? Why aren't you wearing your own logo, your own colors? Why aren't you wearing your own hat? What do you mean? I go, well, you're out in public. People are seeing you every day. How do they know that you're the owner of, of this particular ranch, that you sell beef? Do you have any business cards on you? No. Well, you're talking to all these people. Do these people that you've talked to every day even know what you do? Do they not buy beef? Do they not buy farm products? You're buying from them. Well, I don't know. Well, why don't you ask them? You're giving them all this money and you haven't even told them what you do? You haven't even given them the opportunity to buy beef from you. You haven't even given them the opportunity to have their family buy the best beef God ever put on this earth. You're, you're, you're not even, well, you don't have any conviction in your own product. Are you trying to save it? Are you trying to have all these coolers filled up with beef for the next five years because you just don't want to talk to anybody about it? And he looked at me like I was crazy. And I'm like, I wear your colors everywhere I go. Even when I'm doing chores, I have on that ranch's um, logo on my shirt and I have it on my my hat when I wear a jacket on the back of my jacket I have the logo and it says I sell grass-fed beef everybody I talk to knows what I do I have my name on my jacket everywhere I go they know who I am because I give everybody a business card and I tell them if you ever want to try my beef I'll bring some to you I'll give you one or two you can just try it for free then I'll get back to you okay you don't you sell Peterson Ag equipment apparently and he looked at me and he goes, all right, I see what your meaning is. I said, I don't think you do. I said, you have over a million dollars wrapped up in your farm and you're selling Peterson Ag stuff. We don't even own Peterson Ag equipment. Nothing you have on your farm is from Peterson Ag. Nothing. Why are you wearing their t-shirt? The more I talked, the matter I got. And finally, I just had to walk away. That's what I'm going to ask you guys. When you guys go out, do you have business cards? 
Do you have a flyer? Do you have anything on you that has your logo or your farm operation? Does anybody even know what you do? Or are you so private that you don't want to tell anybody? Are you so, because so many ranchers and farmers I get really mad at because you're, well, nobody knows, needs to know my business. Well, yeah, they do. They need to know all your business. They know they need to know everything about your business. You need to get a different attitude. You need to change your ways. You need to tell everybody what you do. You need to show them your logo and your farm. You need to be proud of it. And that goes right back to this conviction. Apparently, you don't have any conviction in the product you're selling. You don't think people need it. I believed my product helped cure cancer. That I believe that to this day. The, the beef I was producing helped cure cancer. It was God's product. It was made from the sun. It was made from the soil. And it was made from the, from the plants that that cow ate. And I believed all that put together helped cure cancer. And I was proud to tell everybody that and I had conviction. And when people saw me, they knew I wasn't bluffing. I'm not making this up. I don't go tell, I don't give people a sales pitch. I tell them the truth. This is what I made. I'm, I'm in the business right now because of this. I am making, producing this cat, these type of cattle because I want to be that company that helps with everything else going on in this world, I want to help be that guy that helps lower the cancer rates in this world. All you got to do is eat my beef and that my beef is not going to promote cancer. It's going to lessen it. And it's the best tasting beef God ever put on this earth. And I believe that wholeheartedly. So when I went out and sold, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't wait to tell people what I did. I wasn't embarrassed by it. I wasn't like, Oh God, they don't want to hear what I say. That's not it. I wanted people to know. I wanted people to know it was available. This is available. You, this is a product that you can have, that you can eat, that's going to help you. It's not going to be the only product that's going to help you. It's part of a product. It's part of your regimen that will help you fight cancer. It's got high omega-3s, low omega-6. It's got the cancer-fighting properties. I have nothing in my beef that's going to promote cancer. It's got no, uh, it's got no insecticide. It's got no herbicide. It's got no synthetic fertilizers. It's got no insecticide. It's got no, I don't vaccinate my calves. There's nothing in there except 100% natural stuff. There's nothing on my pastures. It's all 100% natural grass with no, with no fertilizers whatsoever except what my cows put on it. And I had the best looking grass you could find anywhere in Nebraska. If anybody says you're crazy, come out and look at it. Well, as we go through these podcasts, you're going to see me get a little heated on some topics. I'm going to get probably a little rambunctious, but it's not because of I'm a jerk is because I just have so much conviction and I have so much love and so much passion for what you guys do. And I think everybody needs to know about it and everybody needs to experience it. We need to allow people to buy our product. Quit being so private. Get out there and let people know you guys do something for a living nobody else can do. You produce the greatest product in the world. You guys help produce the greatest health in the world. We don't want synthetic hamburger. We don't want synthetic meat coming out of these factories. That's pathetic. It's absolutely gross. And anybody buying it to me is a freaking idiot. And you can have it. And I will call you an idiot to your face. If you think buying synthetic beef is better than buying real beef, you are an idiot. Let me spell it for you. I-D-I-O-T. You are an idiot. Come out and see how beef is really produced. You guys need to go tell your people this. Go tell your customers. Bring them out and see it. As we get going in these podcasts, we're going to take different topics and we're going to talk about them in length. We're going to bring out some things maybe you never thought of before. We're going to bring out some things that there's some ideas. Some things are going to work. Matter of fact, they all work. I don't Anybody says, well, that doesn't work in my operation. I'm going to call you crazy. All the stuff I bring out to you works on your operation. There's nothing that doesn't work. I'm not bringing out something to you that nobody can do. The things I'm going to tell you or teach you or talk about, every single operation can do. There's no magic formula to winning in this game of, of selling. It takes hard work. 
It takes perseverance. It takes conviction. It takes honesty. It takes a great product. It, it, it takes somebody that's continually going after it, that's promoting. Be proud of what you do. Be proud of your farm. Be proud of your product. Show it off. Tell people about it. And you're, you're going to have a, a great, great life. Desperately want to get back into that life. I've been out of it for a couple of years, mostly due to certain circumstances, but I'm getting back into it, but I'm teaching it and I've been doing it. It's in your blood. Once it gets in your blood, it doesn't get out. And everybody knows that you can't, you can't leave that life. It's not, it's not possible. And if it's in your blood, it's in your blood. And when you tell people about it, um, and you tell people about your life and, and their, your, your everyday lifestyle, all the way down to the truck you drive. It sounds petty, but it is petty, but it's not. I don't care. The truck you drive is your personality. It is something that when you go to county fairs, the way you dress, the way you walk, you talk to people, the way you, what you pull up in, it's the lifestyle. I mean, going to rodeos and, and talking to people about cattle and, and just having good nature ribbing and the different breeds. And some people are are stuck on Holsteins and some people are stuck on Herefords and some people are stuck on Angus and Belted Galloways and Murray Grays and... I love that talk. I love talking to different producers on their on their on their breed that they love, and I love hearing about why they love it. I love talking to people about what they do and and how they market it and the, the concerns they have and the successes they've had. And I love listening to the kids growing up on farms, telling them about how they love the farm and and how they love their life. And it's just it's just a great it's a great. You don't see many people say, "Yeah, I grew up in a ghetto and I love it." You know, or I grew up in a small town and and we had nothing to do and I really loved it. But you hear a lot of people, a lot of kids say, "I grew up on a farm. It was the best days of my life. Absolutely loved it." Yeah, it was hard work, but now that I look back, I want to change it for the world. I remember growing up around our farm, our kids growing up, they didn't like getting up at four in the morning to go bottle feed calves. But boy, come Saturday night, about one in the morning, there's all these cars pulling up in our driveway and uh, up our lane. And there's all these girls coming out with my kids, with my sons, and they're bottle feeding calves. That's, I mean, I say, oh, great, great kids. That's a great way to get girls up to our farm is the promise they can bottle feed calves. You know, laughed about it all the time. They loved what they did. They didn't like getting up early, but now they look back. And they're like, that was the best time ever. Catching chickens at four in the morning uh, when they're all just sitting there on the and roosting. They're sound asleep. You just go pick them up one at a time and put them in cages to go get them processed compared to getting up at eight and chasing them around the farm all day. I mean, uh, going out and feeding the cows and or going out and putting them out and changing the fences and the ATVs and the, the bonfires and the, the, the movies on the barn that we do at night. Um, the parties we would have and the, the kids coming over and, the, and shooting guns and skeet shooting and target shooting, you know, all the stuff that farm kids do that you don't do in town. You got to remember that's the best part of our lives. My job and my goal here is to teach you how to, and to help you keep that lifestyle forever and help your kids come into this until they can keep the lifestyle going. We want to get away from taking our products and getting wholesale. We buy every farmers buy everything at retail and they sell everything at wholesale. Makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. So we're gonna we want we want you to sell everything at retail. We want you to succeed, and we want your your family to get into the business. So you're selling everything retail. Anybody can take a product to the auction or to the to the uh, to the sale barn and get nothing for it. That's easy, but it's not profitable, and it's not. Everybody walks out of the sale barn shaking their head, and going, "Geez, I just got screwed there." But they go back next week or next month or next year, they're right back again with a load of calves or a load of bulls or a load of a load of. Uh, cows, whatever, they get their check. God, I really didn't get much for that, you know, and they, they do it over and over again. So I'm hoping we can change that and get you guys back on the retail market. We don't need all these middle people. There's no reason to have all these middle people. You don't need it. Why, why, 
why would we need all these people to sell our product for us? They're not giving us anything for it. I mean, if you think about it, you're taking a product you're selling or that you're raising. Yeah, you're taking it somewhere. Then these middle guys are selling it and making three times as much money as you are. And they didn't even do any work. Think about how ridiculous that is. Get rid of the middle people. The middle people, the only reason the middle people are there is because they know you guys can't sell anything. I mean, that's the truth of it. You guys can't sell anything retail. You're used to taking things to the auction or to the sale barn. Your, your mindset isn't on selling. You need to start getting your mindset on selling. You are salespeople. You raise a product, you're selling it. And if it's too much work, then I guess you're going to take wholesale for everything. You're going to buy everything at retail and you're going to sell everything at wholesale. doesn't make much sense. So keep listening to the podcast. Get a hold of me. You can text me at 319-213-4672 or you can email me at marketingforbeef at j at google.com. I will help you. you. You can use me as a sounding board. I will give you suggestions. I will come out and do one-on-one consulting. I will do seminars. And I think with enough of this and you guys really catching on and learning, your life will change and you're, it'll be a lot more satisfying for you knowing that you, you worked your butt off to get a great product and you're going to get top dollar for it. And you're going to get a customer for life who's going to be buying other things from you. And they're going to be there next year or they're going to be there month after month, every three months, however long it takes them to buy their next round of beef. You're going to be there for them. And it's going to make your life so enjoyable because your phone's going to be ringing off the hook or your emails, people requesting beef, or you're going to be making phone calls and say, yeah, I, I really need some more beef. Next week, can I have another quarter or half or can I get 10 steaks or can I get, I don't care how much they want to buy or how little they want to buy. I don't really care. Buy whatever you want. I just want you as a customer. I want you as a long-term customer on everything. And that's our goal. So I will be signing off. Again, this is our first time. The hour went fast. I really appreciate you guys listening. And I really hope um, you subscribe and you get on board with this podcast. We're going to be doing it once a week. I love your feedback. If there's any topic you want to talk about, type it in and we will talk about it. This is going to be fun. I hope I get to meet a lot of you people. I hope that I get to talk to you a lot of people. I'm excited and I look forward to this. And again, this is my passion and this is, I'm in heaven when I'm behind this microphone right now. I'm, I can't even imagine, you can't even imagine how happy I am. You guys have a good rest of the day and I look forward to seeing you and talking to you. Good night.